Welcome to Hearing God with Gary and Jane Berry. Do you want to grow in your intimacy with Father God, Holy Spirit and Jesus? Join us as we share insights and practical tips that you can apply today. Hi, I'm Gary Perry and together with my wife Jane, we host Hearing God, a podcast that helps people to hear from God. Today we have practical tips to help you grow in hearing from God. Now the first principle is cultivating intimacy with God. And that's what we looked in our last session. We also covered a bit of the practice last time, and today we're expanding on that. So let me just reiterate the first principle, cultivating intimacy with God. Second principle, practice. Well, Jane, sometimes people feel, how about if I get it wrong? What do I do? That is a really good question. And sometimes we can also say, oh, is it just me or is it God? If we come back to 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3, every prophetic word should be encouraging, comforting or strengthening. So if it's encouraging, comforting or strengthening and we get it wrong and we didn't hear from God but it's from ourselves, man, it's still encouraging. Who doesn't want to be encouraged? Who doesn't need encouragement? My thing is, look, if it's got more of me in it than of God, but it was encouraging, comforting or strengthening, then it's still a valuable encouragement to that person. And when we think about, is it just me or is it God? Gary and I particularly go with that first thought principle. Grabbing that first thought that comes through our mind, as long as we're in a good place with God, and it is encouraging, comforting, strengthening, and just going with that. We seem to mention that a few times, Jane, that first thought principle, but it's really the starting point, isn't it? And I think for our family, we actually have a principle in our home that is failure is not not succeeding. Failure is actually not taking the risk to step out. And so it encourages us to have a go despite the outcome. So even if it wasn't a success in terms of what we wanted to achieve, at least we took, had the courage to take the step and try it. So 2 Timothy 4.2 says, Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. And I think that's great. It's always trying to be prepared. And I noticed it even this week. We had a photographer who was coming to take a picture of Josh. He has an organisation that he's created called Two Pairs Each and he collects socks, brand new pairs of socks for the homeless. And he's collected 40,000 pairs, 40,000 pairs of brand new socks for homeless people. The local newspaper was coming to do an article on him and the photographer was coming and just before he was to come, I sensed, oh, I should ask God what prophetic word I could give to him. Not saying, oh, this is a prophetic word, but just to encourage him. Something popped into my head and I was sort of fleshing that out, thinking about it. And then I just had this real sense, Jane, I actually don't think you'll be able to give it to him. I think it's more about me being prepared than him receiving it. Next minute, get an email, oh, the photographer's sick today, won't be coming. It was like a kick up the bottom for me of being prepared in season and out. 
Now, Gary, how do you practice? Well, one of the things that really helps me is that for my business, I've always got a notebook. I'm very <laughs> old style. I have a notebook in my top pocket with a pen for getting details when people ring me. But when it comes to the prophetic, sometimes what I find very helpful is to just ask God for a list of words, items, things, places, whatever. And I list those things down. Then when it comes to giving prophetic words to people, I use them as a starting point and systematically go through each one, use them as a starting point for each person I'm going to speak to. And it's amazing. I was going to say amazing, always seem to say that, but it is often amazing. The way in which God seems to use that word to speak into that person's life, it's so appropriate. So you'd use the first word for the first person, second word for the second person. All right, let me just test you on this. Let me pick a word out of the air. Orange. What would you say to a listener today using the word orange? Well, I sense the word orange for whoever is listening today, that God wants to give you a greater capacity to trust in the sweetness of him. Sometimes we have this image of of God being someone that's so far away from us, not connected with us. But in the same way as when we bite into an orange and enjoy the sweetness of that juice, I believe that God wants to give wants to speak the sweetness of his love and his word into your life today. Just be open to what he has to say and what he wants you to experience of the sweetness of his love today. Oh, I really like that. I might even start trying just picking a random word, even just on my daily walk, picking a random word and saying, all right, God, how would that apply to the people living in this house? I never have to tell them, but just to practice more. Yeah. Once again, there's that thought, well, is that my thought or God's thought? Well, when I'm asking God, I trust that he gives all good things to us and that it's from him and he wants to give it to whoever it is we're directing it to. I just trust him. I step out in faith. I don't sort of question it. Oh, The greatest help for me when it comes to giving prophetic words, once again, is that first thought principle. And I just find it brilliant. It's so helpful. And people are are blessed. So, Gary, we've covered intimacy with God, practice. Our third principle would be get feedback. Now, I know early in the piece, and I probably used to bug Jane at times, (laughs) I'd ask, Does that resonate with you? I suppose it was helpful to know if it really hit the mark with the person and it was helpful to me in my growth and capacity that I was hearing God right and releasing it appropriately to the person. So that was a phrase that I would use. Does this resonate with you? So another way we know that's feedback is if we actually see the prophetic word come true, if there's confirmation. Now, Gary, you have a significant example of this from earlier on. Oh, yeah, that was that was that farmer. But look, you tell the story better than me. Can you <laughs> can you say it's about this farmer that I've come to know over the last number of years? 
but a, a canola crop. Jane, yes. what happened in So what to happened that? was we were involved in giving prophetic words, which is usually where we have a team of two or three people and we're at a children's ministry leaders conference. People would sign up and come to get a prophetic word. And this lady came and her husband was with her. He was sort of a tag along. And Gary said, so, you know, what about you? How about I just really sense this for you? And I can't remember it exactly now, but it was to do with you're going to make a decision that will be it'll be a God decision, something you really feel from God, but it will be something that everyone else will say is terrible, will poo-hoo what you're going to do. They will say it will have vast financial implications. In a negative sense. In a negative sense. Yeah. But God, God's going to show you what to do and it will have vast financial implications for a positive reason about oh, 12 months later they came back to the next children's ministry seminar and caught up with us and the husband was beaming and he said you'll never guess what he said i planted this canola crop and every other farmer in the district was saying no the conditions are terrible the weather this that no one planted he was the only one that planted all the other farmers said that's stupid. Well, they did plant, but they planted other crops. Other crops, yes. Yeah. So they didn't plant that crop, but he really felt from God he should plant it. And he had a record haul. And in fact, a write up of him and his crop was on the front page of the, the state newspaper. And that was purely from going with, yep, I will trust God's word. He has really feel from him on to do this, even though it's against all of man's wisdom. And there was an amazing outcome. So, Jane, when it comes to this third principle, feedback, are there any other things that we can do that can be helpful to us? Oh, look, I think it's great to have a mentor, someone who's a bit further advanced and can ask you great questions or you can prophesy with. At our church, we have regular prophetic times at the end of a service where we get into groups of two and people line up and come forward for a prophetic word. So there might be like four or five groups of pairs of two up the front. People record it on their phone and we have like five or six minutes to give it, five minutes to give a prophetic word to the person and then they leave and the next one comes and that can go for quite a while. But for myself... There's times when I've said, look, do you mind if I record this for myself just so that I can listen to it back and hear if I'm repeating or rambling or just to help me in my delivery. Other things I've done is journal prompts and answers. So I will journal prompts that I feel from the Holy Spirit and then Sometimes looking back on them three months later, I go, wow, that came true. So it really helps me know hmm, I am hearing right. And it's as with anything, you surround yourself with people who will spur you on. We have friends who encourage us, who when we're together, it's like iron sharpening iron and we spur each other on. And we'll often have people around for meals and we'll end up 
all prophesying over each other and hearing God for each other. There's other ways you can do, you can listen to this podcast and do the the activations and things like that that can really read books, do courses, but there's nothing like practising yourself to hear God's voice, taking every opportunity. We would have another principle, fourth principle, is have fun. Our family love having fun and celebrating. In fact, it became quite a problem earlier in our parenting when the kids just love celebrating and would want to celebrate absolutely everything. If Sarah wants to celebrate something, we have Chinese. If Josh wants to celebrate something, we have Indian. No matter what happens, they like to celebrate things, which is exciting because hopefully they're markers in their lives that they can look back on too. I love that, Gary, markers in your life. So celebrate each step of faith, not just the outcome. Each step that you take of courage, of practising, celebrate it. Don't necessarily worry too much about the outcome but about taking that step. Another way of looking for how you can practise, I have a website called unlockingthegold.com We'll put it in the show notes. The show notes are on our website, garyandjane.co, and that just has all the Bible verses, the links, that are resources that are mentioned, things like that. So if you go to unlockingthegold.com, at the end of every blog, I do prophetic activations, and I do five every blog. One is for children and family. Second is for groups. Third is for beginners fourth for intermediate, fifth for advanced. Now, you don't go, oh, am I a beginner or advanced or whatever like that. The beginner's sort of hearing God for yourself. Intermediate is hearing God for your community and the advanced is hearing God on a wider sort of national sort of scale. Or international. Yeah. So you can do whichever ones you like. You can do the whole five. It just is sort of a guidance. And there's some great activations to try great prompts I would say another thing I say is it's easier to start with the visible and then go to the invisible so when I'm teaching a group on the prophetic I'll often have little items that people can bounce off to begin with so I'll go to the two dollar shop or the supermarket I often go to the supermarket and just look in our craft cupboard here at home and I'll find like say a tea bag and might be a can of dog food or a toothpick or a balloon, a candle. A thimble, a box of matches, a lighter. All those sort of stuff, a chocolate bar. Chocolate bar is usually the first ones taken. I'll put them out on a table and ask people to pair up and to look at the items and see what item grabs their attention and pick that up and give it to their partner and prophesy from that. So if you picked up a candle, you might say, I really sense you like the light of the world. You bring light into dark places or just things like that. So I've done it using, oh, we used to love this, pass the parcel. What I would do is put each uh, an item in every level and we'd play pass the parcel as a group. Music would stop pull off the paper and there'd be an item there, like a tea bag. And so you would look around the group and go, 
ah, that person's being highlighted to me. God, what do you want to say about teabag? Well, through the, the teabag, teabag to, to that, that person. person. Using yeah. the teabag to that person. Yeah. And then you'd say it. So if it was a big group, I'd have two or three different pass the parcels. You'd pass three parcels around. So sort of sped up the process. Things like that. So sometimes it's easier to bounce off something. So to look at, all right, there's a cushion in front of me. How am I going to give a prophetic word to Gary using cushion? So things like that. So they can seem a little bit crazy or a bit out there, but when you're actually doing it, it's a lot of fun, yeah. isn't it? I yeah. mean, that's the principle, this fourth principle that we're, we're talking about is, is having fun. Don't take yourself too seriously or don't take life seriously. Something I'd love to add is look for coincidences or what I call the God incidences in your life. So this morning I went for a walk and as I was coming back, the we've got the fire station at the end of the street and it's manned by volunteers and all these guys were coming. There's obviously a fire. They were taking the fire truck out. So or, or, a tra- or a time of training. No, no, it was a, it was an emergency. It was lights and bells, wasn't it? <laughs> they, they were running in, putting on their gear. The fire truck was leaving. I went, oh, that's interesting. And then as I walked into our street, saw a house for sale, and I went, the opening time here is different to the opening time that I saw on the way up that was on the sign outside the house. And I thought, ah, that's an unusual thing. Perhaps those two events go together. God's telling me something about time and not having much time, like I need to be careful of something. I haven't really unpacked that with God, but it's something I'll just sort of put away in my notes on my phone and I'll ask God about it later today and go, all right, God, what what do you want to show me through that? Now, we have a prophetic activation at the end of each episode and this is a great opportunity as we've just said to practice hearing God's voice so today I would encourage you to ask God which chapter in the Bible or which book of the Bible or which verse of the Bible he would love you to read if you don't get a sense of where just start where you're up to in reading the Bible or just choose a book look down just see which book sort of jumps out at you and start reading until something really jumps out at you. God really highlights a verse or words or something to you or principles or a person and just really flesh that out with God. How do I apply that to my life? Because we hear God, we cultivate intimacy with God through reading his word. Both of us have asked God, what he would love us to say to you. So, Gary, did you want to go first? First thought that came to mind was an elephant. God, (laughs) what is it about an elephant? But then he said about perspective. Sometimes we can get so caught up in the day-to-day and the the nitty-gritty of what's happening that he actually wants us to take us like up above on an elephant where we can see perspective. We can see the way forward above getting caught up in the day-to-day sort of stuff. And that is really helpful for us to see that longer perspective. And I sense that there are people that are listening today where God wants to give you that longer perspective, that broader perspective, a new perspective 
on what's happening and your future. Oh, I love that. Well, I've gone from the cushion I mentioned earlier that I saw, going from the visible to the invisible. I see the cushion and God, what is it about a cushion and you, our listener? I just really sense there's a whole realm of angels around you protecting you, that you are safe, that God has got you, he's protecting you. But I also sense that there's an opportunity for you if you want to, to start to explore seeing in the spiritual world more. Open that up with God more and and just ask God, God, I want to see what you're doing in the spiritual world. I want to see what the angels are doing, where the angels are. And I sense that that will just open up things and, yeah, just be really comforting and encouraging for you. So it must be time for me to pray, Jay. Yeah. (laughs) So, Father, we just want to thank you for this great time you've given us with our friends today. Father, the perspective that you're wanting to give everyone, you're wanting to help us to look out above and beyond what we see in the day-to-day, but also you're wanting us to open up a perspective into the spiritual realm and see what you are doing, what the angels are doing, how you're operating sometimes with us or despite us too, Lord. Father, just may this be an amazing time of us hearing you developing greater intimacy with you, just exploring more of you. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I encourage you to ask God if there is someone or a group of people that you could share this podcast with and let them know about it. We thank you for those who have subscribed and rated and reviewed our podcast on their favourite podcast listening app. And in our next episode, we're sharing how to help children live. Thanks.